This audio sermon is brought to you by the House of Intercessory Prayer Ministries. For more information, please visit www.hipm.org. The series of studies that we have been doing for the past quite few weeks on nothing but prayer. If you remember, we discussed what prayer can offer to us today. First week we talked about prayer opening the doors of heaven. Then we moved on to say prayer shutting the hells. And third week we understood prayer changing things around us. Then we talked about prayer releasing God's power in our lives. And then later we realized prayer revealing God's plan in our lives. A week before, if you remember, we talked about prayer bringing victory. You know, when some of us are encountering failures in our lives, prayer brings victory to us. And last week we discussed about prayer expanding our vision. And last week especially we saw how prayer expands our vision from the life of Peter as God prepared him to go and minister to, gen- to the Gentiles. God showed him a vision and as he continued to pray, God started showing him the way he has to move forward. And God showed him many things in his life and he went and he ministered to the Gentiles and first time the Spirit of God fell upon the Gentiles. And then we moved on to see the life of Nehemiah, how God called him. The moment Nehemiah heard a news about the wall of Jerusalem being broken down and the gates are set on fire, you know, Nehemiah started praying about. And God brought the vision in his mind and he expanded that vision and God equipped him to go and build the wall of Jerusalem. And we talked about you know not just being a dreamer but to become a, you know visionaries we talked about saying that dreamers dream about things and wait for God to act on their behalf but the visionaries they look for an opportunity to do to do things by themselves and Nehemiah one of such visionaries he saw a vision and he prayed and God expanded his vision in his life then we talked about we what is vision we also discussed what is vision of God concerning the church today and if you remember we talked about four categories or five group categories major categories of God's vision for the church today God envisions church as a place of worship a church where evangelism takes place church is a place where people have fellowship church is a place where ministry takes place church is a place where disciples are made you know when we also talked about we God expects us to have such a vision so that we will identify our role in the church as we associate <clears throat> our lives to one of these visions of God 
if someone is not able to identify himself or herself to one of these visions god has for the church either worshiping evangelism fellowship ministry or discipleship if we are not able to attach ourselves we find that we are kind of left out you know people today move from one church to another because they are not able to attach themselves with any of the vision these visions god has for a church and it is important to be united to attach with the vision that god has today and finally last week we talked about one man of god by name john hyde john hyde he went to the northern part of india to minister in the beginning of early 90s and he went there and he started praying nothing much was happening initially but as he prayed more and more god enlarged expanded his vision prayer expanding the vision in his life and he started ministering there in the northern part of india hundreds and hundreds of souls coming started coming to you know lord jesus christ every year there are hundreds and 200s and 400s of souls got added to the kingdom of god as he was spending time in prayer and there was a great outbreak of prayer movement and there was a great revival broke open in the northern part of india john hyde he was also known as the praying hyde of india you know we understood how a simple vision got expanded as the man of god prayed and today we are going to see another important benefit of prayer in our lives that is prayer breaks curses prayer breaks curses and today you know i want to talk about how prayer helps us to break curses and i want to spend a little bit time on knowing or understanding what we are talking about curse what is the curse we are talking about today what does bible say about curses you know there are different kinds of curses are dealt with in the bible in the word of god there are biblical curses we can also say that god inflicted curses the curse comes upon our lives because god you know curses for doing something in our lives there are generational curses word of god talks about curses of the accursed you know when we have something which is cursed maybe our fellowship or our relationship or an object that we deal with if that is cursed the curse comes upon our lives cursed by people you know people curses have you ever seen people cursing us i have seen in my life have you seen people cursing us in you know, one point of time we were there in an elder home and that woman looked at me i don't like you i hate you get away from this place you know he, she she just shouted at me like this have you seen people cursing you you know many times we see encounter people cursing at us word of god talks about it word of god also talks about self imposed curses self inflicted curses sometimes we speak to ourselves we curse ourselves in our, in our lives word of god talks about it let's take it little further let's take talk about the first curse biblical curses are god inflicted curses you know god pronounces curses if we do not obey his commandments word of god in many places in the scripture we can read that let's turn our bible to deuteronomy chapter 11 deuteronomy chapter 11 
just bear with me just uh, I, I may be going little fast and uh, just you know try to just follow me uh, let's turn to Deuteronomy chapter 11 verses 26 to 28 Deuteronomy 11 26 says behold I set before you today a blessing and a curse the blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you today and the curse if you do not obey the commandments of the Lord your God but turn aside from the way which I command you today to go after other gods which you have not known you know God puts curse on us if we decide not to follow God not to obey his commandments instead if we decide to go behind follow other gods that's what word of God says here let's turn to 27 Deuteronomy chapter 27 in Deuteronomy it was uh, chapter 27 if you can uh, you know uh, read I can just quickly read that for you verse 15 onwards Deuteronomy 27 I, I'll just quickly read through those curses wherever wherever we see them Deuteronomy 27 verse 15 says curse is the one who makes a carved or molded image an abomination to the Lord verse 16 cursed is the one who tre treats his father or his mother with contempt verse 17 cursed is the one who moves his neighbor's landmark verse 18 cursed is the one who makes the blind to wander off the road verse 19 cursed is the one who perverts the justice due to the stranger the fatherless and the widow verse 20 cursed is the one cursed is the one who lies with his father's wife verse 21 cursed is the one who lies with any kind of animal verse 22 cursed is the one who lies with his sister his the daughter of his father verse 23 cursed is the one who lies with his mother-in-law verse 24 cursed is the one who attacks his neighbors secret neighbor secretly verse 25 cursed is the one who takes a bribe bribe to slay an innocent person verse 20 26 curse is the one who does not confirm all the words of this law you know God pronouncing curse upon human and Deuteronomy 28 we know the first half of Deuteronomy 28 talks about blessings if you obey my commandments I'm going to bless you and the second half of Deuteronomy from verse 16 chapter 28 verse 16 to 68 word of God talks about curses that comes upon our lives if we don't obey God's word we are talking about word of God putting curses on our lives God inflicting curses in our lives Proverbs 3.33 says Proverbs 3.33 I read it for you the curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked but he blesses the home of the just so there are curses in the life of people that comes from God Proverbs 28-27 says he who gives to the poor will not lack but he who hides his eyes will have many curses word of God pronounces curses in our lives we are talking about God inflicted curses in our lives we see that most prominently in the Old Testament 
and we are today we are talking about how prayer can help us to come out of the curses the second type of curses are the generational curses the generational curses in exodus chapter 20 let's turn to exodus Exodus chapter 20 verse 5 it's a familiar scripture word of god says you shall not first of all word of god says in verse 4 you shall not make for yourself a carved image any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth do not make any carved image and you shall not bow down to them nor serve them for i the lord your god i am a jealous god visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me Now God is pronouncing a curse here saying that I will visit the third and fourth generation the iniquity of the fathers we see the same scripture in many other places in 34:7 Exodus 34:7 Numbers 14:18 Deuteronomy 5:9 you know all these places we see the curse and most of this curse is related with either with idol worship or going away from god or not obeying god if the fathers forefathers if they have committed these sins you know god is saying i will inquire the sins upon the third and fourth generation these are the generational curses the third type of curse is the curse of the accursed what we allow into our homes can curse us and our homes bringing an accursed object into our home being around with the people who are cursed according to the word of god having association with such people in our lives living in a community in an area which is cursed you know we see some areas in some cities or some villages cursed most of the time we see you know death everywhere in every house the first born is gone or the cattle will not grow or the you know field will not flourish some kind of curse people are living with curse of the accursed in deuteronomy 7:26 i can read the scripture again deuteronomy 7:26 word of god says nor shall you bring an abomination into your house i think let's read that scripture deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 26 what of god says nor shall you bring an abomination into your house lest you be doomed to destruction like it you shall utterly detest it and utterly abhor it for it is an accursed thing now what god is saying is do not bring anything which is cursed do not bring anything into our house which is cursed you know sometimes we consider objects in our house and we cherish and we enjoy looking at them but you know where they are coming from with what intention they are made 
you know we need to think about all these things because what of god says very clearly nor shall you bring an abomination into your house you shall utterly detest it and utterly abhor it for it is an accursed thing it is an object which deserves to be cursed that's what it means when you say accursed it is an object that deserves curse if you remember in joshua chapter 7 there was a man by name achan and this man when the children of israel they took victory over jericho the city of jericho god very clearly told do not take certain things from the city of jericho when god when i destroy it but this man he went there and he took few things let's read in joshua chapter 7 Joshua chapter 7 verses 11 Here the word of God says in chapter 11 7 verse 11 Israel has sinned God is telling Israel has sinned and they have also transgressed my covenant which I have commanded them for they have even taken some of the cursed things and have both stolen and deceived and they have also put it among their own stuff they have taken some of the cursed objects which god told not to take and they were keeping them with them and in verse 20 if you can turn with me verse 20 it says and aken answered and joshua was trying to find out what is going wrong because you know the reason why they are trying to find out when they went to fight against the next city ai you know when they went and they were trying to fight against ai they found that they were defeated and the reason why they got defeated but god said you have some certain things accursed we cursed object in your camp and god was telling you just remove that out of your camp then you will see victory and here we see in verse uh, 20 Achan is saying and Achan answered Joshua and said indeed i have sinned against the lord god of israel and this is what i have done what Achan did verse 21 when i saw among the spoils a beautiful babylonian garment 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold weighing 50 shekels i coveted them and took them and there they are hidden in the in the earth in the midst of my tent with the silver under it you know the moment he saw something attract you it's just a babylonian garment he just took there and went there and took that garment and he brought it over to the camp to his house and god says you have something which is a cursed object in your camp and god is telling them remove it and i will bless you you know curse can come our lives when we deal with some cursed objects so we need to be very careful you know when we bring something at our home in, into our home somebody gives you somebody presents you you know something beautiful we buy and we need to be careful even about things such objects in our lives when we deal with them curse can also come by others you know joshua is 
again Joshua he's cursing the Gibeonites if you see remember Gibeonites they they came into the camp saying that they are just from their neighbor country or they, they are saying that you know they are just wandering uh, into the, in the wilderness and they came into the country and into the camp and they pretend as if they are good people to Joshua and the moment Joshua found out the Gibeonites they came not you know to, not to be a good people not to be a good citizen he started cursing them and he's saying that in Joshua 9:23 now therefore you are cursed and none of you shall be freed from being slaves and you are going to serve us like slave and woodcutters and water carriers for the house of my God you know Joshua is cursing there if you remember the story of David and Goliath Goliath he was cursing David if you remember let's turn to 1 Samuel 1 Samuel chapter 17 I'm just going quickly because we know these stories 1 Samuel chapter 17 verses 41 to 43 1 Samuel 17 41 let me read that for you 41 so the Philistine came and began drawing near to David and the man who bore the shield went before him and when the Philistine looked above and saw David he disdained him from for he was only a youth ruddy and good-looking so the Philistine said to David am I a dog that you came to me with sticks and the Philistine cursed David by his gods he told his God name of his gods and goddesses and he cursed by that name he cursed David we are talking about curse can come by others people can curse us you know people have another way of cursing us the way they do is you know they bring witchcrafts in our into our lives into the other people's lives they invite demons and other spirits and they set them up against some individual or some families or few families to harm them and to destroy them so curse can come as people you know try to send that these demonic spirits these evil spirits are the witches curse can come into the life of people by different means finally there is one curse before we really go and understand what prayer can do to us today self-inflicted curses self-inflicted curses you know word of God talks so much about tongues so much about our tongue in James chapter 3 if you can read that scriptures later verses 6 to 7, 10 it talks about our tongue you know our tongue can praise God our tongue and all can also curses others let's read James chapter 3 James chapter 3 verses 6 to 10 Word of God says And the tongue is a fire A world of iniquity The tongue is so set among our members That it defiles the whole body And sets on fire the course of nature And it is set on fire by hell For every kind of beast and bird Or reptile or and cre- creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind but no man can tame the tongue it is an unruly evil full of deadly poison 
with it with our tongue we bless our god and father and with it we curse men who have been made in the similitude of god you know with curse with our the same tongue we bless someone with the same tongue we curse someone so curse can be you know inflicted or it can come by others in proverbs 6 9 to 11 it talks about curse of poverty you know we can speak evil things about us you know have you seen some people talking you know very negative things about their lives they speak curse into their own lives they say that they look at their life and they say it would have been better if i was not born if it would have been better that i don't live on this earth lord why did i when why i came to this world why i came into existence in this world you know people speak so much about their own lives and word of god also says as we see in proverbs chapter 6 curse of poverty can come into our lives by our action it talks about laziness the one who is lazy you know he is cursed with poverty with the one who you know one who have is having such a lifestyle brings curse into his own lives so we talked about self inflicted curses so we talked about five different types of curses you know god cursing mankind because not following god's desire god's commandments we talked about uh, we talked about the curse that is coming upon over generation to generation one generation to other generation we talked about the curse of the cursed objects we talked about the curse by others we talked about the self inflicted curses you know if you read the word of god very clearly now now i'm going to share something which is very very important that we need to set our understandings correct here word of god very clearly says there is no reason we need to worry about the curse spoken into our lives by others it totally removes it curse when someone curses a child of god it has no effect when somebody curses the child of god it has no effect you know as david says in psalm 109 2 he very clearly says let them curse but you bless when they arise let them be ashamed but let your servant rejoice if someone is cursing us let's not worry about it if you are a child of god if we are not a children not children of god we will try to react to it we will try to curse back but then you hear what of god says if somebody is cursing you don't worry about it try to bless them proverb 26 2 says proverb 26 2 like a flitting sparrow like a flying swallow so a curse without cause shall not alight means if a curse somebody curses you without no, re, any reason for no reason it doesn't really land on us it doesn't really comes and dwells on us it just goes like a swallow it just goes like a sparrow it doesn't really come and lands on us if you remember Balak he gave offered some money to Balaam and asked him to go and curse Israel you know what happened every time when he tried to curse israel it turned into a blessing 
and god is saying i have already blessed them who are you to curse them you know when a child of god is cursed by somebody else we need to thank god we need to praise god we need to just walk away with a smiling face right because that curse is not going to land upon our lives so let's not worry about the curse by others but we need to worry about the curse the lord inflicts on us for not obeying his commandments we need to also worry about the generational curses we need to also worry about the curse of keeping the objects accursed objects we also need to worry about the self inflicted curses you know that's where we need help of prayer that's where we need prayer helping us you know when we pray for these curses in our lives we also need to understand what the law demands and what Christ Jesus did on the cross we are talking about curse coming into our lives we are talking about how prayer can help us here to come out of the curse but we also need to understand the law behind it and what Jesus did at the cross you know Jesus died at the cross and he perfectly he completely fulfilled the law he was a perfect man he completely fulfilled the law jesus was the fulfillment of the law no sinner could have kept nobody on this earth would have kept the law perfectly he followed the law christ the perfect man fulfilled the law to the minute extent possible when he lived on this earth even though he was a man he kept the law completely but he was punished as a man who was not able to keep the law why he was punished because he took that punishment the curse that law brings into our lives today he took that curse at the cross on himself you know in a, in a, in a judicial sense we can say that jesus became a curse for you and for me the law says you need to be cursed in all the curses we read from exodus and from deuteronomy the word of god says you need to be cursed for all these things but now if one if someone believes in jesus christ jesus took that curse at the cross so we are no more under the curse but the moment someone is not putting his belief in jesus christ he is subjected to all the curses the word of god talks about you know that's a difference if we are a, we are children of god for being a child of god the safety that we can find in jesus christ is these curses the law talks about they don't come into our lives the moment we believe in jesus christ because jesus died at the cross he took all the curse upon himself and also another thing we need to understand we are not serving under law we are serving god almighty under grace we are serving our god and in freedom we are not serving god under the law you know christ is the end of the law that's what the word of god says if you read romans 10:4 word of god says christ is the end of the law and we are in the new covenant as we believe lord jesus christ we are in in christ we have redeemed as christ fulfilled all the requirements of the law at the cross 
So since Christ fulfilled all the requirements of the law at the cross, we are in Christ, so we are no more bound by the law. Our righteousness doesn't come through the law. In Galatians 2.21, what of God says, Our righteousness doesn't come through the law. If we put all the 600 and plus laws and stand before the law, the law will condemn us as a sinner, as a cursed man and woman, because we are not able to fulfill all the requirements of the law. So we are today righteous and we are just, not because that we are following the law, we are under the law, but we are under grace. We are covered by the precious blood of the Lamb because Christ met all the demands, all the requirements of the law. And what of God says in Romans 8 verses 2 to 4, law of the spirit set me free from the law of sin and death. Romans 8 2 to 4, law of the spirit. We are under the law of the spirit. We are no more under the law of sin and death. In Romans 7, 6, word of God says, We are serving the Lord in the newness of the spirit, not in the oldness of the letters. Romans 7, 6. We are not serving God, not we are not serving him in the letters. Let us refer to the law. We are serving God in the newness of the spirit. You know, there is an amazing truth in the word of God in Romans 7. I just want you to understand that today. Romans 7, 2 to 4. Romans 7, 2 to 4. Word of God says, for a woman who has a husband is bound by the law to her husband as long as he lives. But if the husband dies, she is released from the law of her husband. You know, we understand that very clearly. When a woman has a husband, he is bound by the law and she is under the husband. But if the husband dies, she is released from the law of her husband. Even the word of God, the law allows her to get married to someone else. Not when the husband is alive, when the husband dies. So the death of the husband makes the woman free to marry someone else. Now let's read verse 3. Verse 3 says, So then if while her husband leaves, she marries another man, she will be called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is free from the law, so that she is no adulteress, though she has married another man. That's clear. Now listen to verse 4, what it says. Therefore, my brethren, you also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another, to him who was raised from the dead, that we should bear fruit to God. What of God says, since you are dead to the sin and you decided to live in Christ, now it is lawful that you are married to Christ Jesus. You know, one day we are going to become the brides of the bridegroom Jesus Christ. And how that happens? It happens because of the death to sin. And how the death to sin comes in our lives? By the grace of God, by the work at the cross. Now we are died to sin because what 
Jesus fulfilled the law at the cross so we are died to sin and that death gives us a freedom to marry someone else who is that someone else Christ Jesus you know it is the same way when a man dies the law gives her freedom to marry somebody else in the same way when we are died to sin Christ Jesus gives us a freedom to marry somebody that we belong to Christ Jesus Christ you know that's a secret here that writer is writing in 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 Romans we are not serving under law we are serving under grace we are serving God Almighty in freedom if we are not under law what about the generational curses we talked about the generational curses coming in our lives what about the generational curses in our lives the judgment you know due to us for our sin is removed the moment we believe in Jesus Christ the moment we believe in Jesus Christ we are no more sinners we are washed by his precious blood so we are no more under the law and we are we don't deserve death anymore we deserve life eternal life with Lord Jesus Christ you know some of the teachings around today is that we need to have special prayer for generational to break generational curses we need to have special prayer anointed prayer to break generational curses you know that is wrong that's totally wrong the moment we come we are born in Jesus Christ our sins are forgiven we are no more under the law we are under the grace and the same Jesus he also breaks the generational curses the moment we are born in Jesus Christ the moment we become children of God God breaks all the curses that our ancestors our fathers and mothers and grandfathers they brought into our lives the moment we believe in Jesus Christ that curse is broken otherwise the work at the cross doesn't have any significance if it can only cleanse our lives if it can only you know remove our curses but the work at the cross is more than powerful even to break all the generational curses if someone is coming and prophesying over you telling that looks like you have a generational curses certainly you need to doubt that prophet and next thing you need to doubt about your salvation if we are not really saved yes we have the generational curses in our lives but the moment you say I am a child of God there is nothing like a generational curse in our lives it is already broken because we who cannot we cannot do anything to break the generational curses it has to be broken by the work that Jesus Christ did at the cross the gospel has the power to break in Ephesus in Ephesus when Paul was ministering in Acts chapter 19 and 10 we, we see the people were delivered from occultic practices and from witchcrafts by hearing the gospel people were delivered by hearing the gospel and we don't see any prayer there going on to break the curses the gospel the very moment we listen to the word of God and accept gospel that breaks the curses you know being said all these things it is not that the Old Testament law is not valid it's not that it is not valid law is valid but Christ has delivered us from the law the freedom that Christ brings to us is only available for those who believe in Jesus Christ before we conclude we need to certainly talk about how do we pray so that our prayer breaks the curses if it is not a curse that, is, that we are not a obeying God 
if the curse comes in our lives of not obeying the commandments of God certainly we need to pray for repentance we don't need to worry about the curses that others speak into our lives we don't need to worry about the generational curses coming into our lives if we are truly repented we are true child of children of God but if some time in our lives if we don't obey God if we feel that we need to go away from God how that curse will be broken the moment our salvation is shaking the moment we feel that I'm not sure whether I'm really saved or not I'm not sure at this moment if I die I'll go to heaven or not if we have that kind of feeling the prayer can break the curse if we ask for repentance to God you know that's the only prayer we can make Lord I have gone away from you please forgive me and wash me with your precious blood and as I said if it is generational curses Lord Jesus Christ broke that at the cross if we believe him if we accept him the generational curses are broken but prayer also helps us you know to get disconnected from some of the connections that we may have you know some of the families I have seen that they, they, they believe in Jesus Christ but they still have give room so that some of the generational curses can come into their lives you know it all depends how we do we still maintain those connections you know our fathers and forefathers would not have served God they would have served they would have practiced you know ungodly things in their lives do we have still have any connections with those things and we need to pray and ask God to help us to come out of those things and when we pray God will help us to find out what are the accursed things what are the cursed objects that we carry in our lives it may be some individual it may be some objects that we carry it may be some of the practices that God consider it is cursed and if we pray about it God will reveal us those things and he will be able to come out of it help us to come out of it prayer gives us the ability to take a step to come out of those things in our lives to throw those objects which is not of God and word of God clearly says you know some sometimes we feel that some of our families may be affected by witchcraft and so many other things the word of God says we need to claim the promises of God we need to pray so that we'll be able to come out of those things in our lives in numbers 23 23 word of God says for there is no sorcery against Jacob nor any divination against Israel numbers 23:23 we need to claim these promises in Luke 10:19 Luke 10:19 Jesus gives us the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you that's what the word of god says you know if we feel that there are certain curses in our lives because of people are doing something against us people are hating our families but you know what we should be able to pray and overcome those things prayer can bring us out of those curses in our lives if it is a self-inflicted curse if sometime you know when we think so low about ourselves if we speak something so low about our lives and God is asking it to repent asking us to repent for those things and as we repent as we come out of those situations 
you know if the poverty is what is our problem god is saying us god is telling us we need to come out of our laziness maybe we need to come come out of the, our lifestyle you know when we take those steps and in prayer god can remove those curses in our lives and prayer can absolutely set us free from those curses in our lives you know law demands that we deserve curse but jesus the work that he did on the cross according to you know the many chapters of the romans book of romans and galatians word of god clearly says we find grace in him as he fulfilled the law we are no more under curse we are free to serve him today but all that we need to make sure from our side are we still saved do we still believe in lord jesus christ because only those who believe in lord jesus christ are able to experience that freedom that god lord god brought through the cross at the cross and this morning we need to analyze our lives and see are we able to take victory over these curses which are spoken which we have encountered in our lives as we have not obeyed the commandment of law at some point of time all that we need to do is lord i come to you in repentance as we repent god takes that curse out of our lives hope you are blessed by this teaching please write to pastor balan swaminathan at balan@hipm.org at god bless you